lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah This is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball. I am the host, Coach James Lewis. Actually, I start coaching this week, Doc. On the other end, Doc Mendelson. Hey, Coach. All right. What uh you gonna have him press? What what are you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We do we do a little yeah, we do a little diamond press. It works very well. We do it with a little one three one, little flat action, little pack line, man to man. Um defense leads the offense, and you gotta make the bunnies. For the runs, you know the game of basketball is is runs, and hopefully your fantasy team is on a run over there, wherever you may be taking us in. The trade uh, possibilities they open up December fifteenth with uh, the players that sign in the off season are eligible to get traded. I think that we'll see some changes, and with changes in rosters, obviously fantasy implications loom, and so you're not out of it just yet. You might have the guy that gets traded. You, you've you've suffered with uh, one of the Pacers' big men, and Miles Turner finally leaves, and and you reap the benefits. Uh, you never know what could happen, but for this week, if you got any of the Philly guys, I'm sorry, yeah, they only got two games here. Davy Maxey um, gets closer to his rehab and getting back on the court, so the Anthony uh, Melton owner owners, uh, the time may be ticking for for no, the, the swipe no, king don't speak that evil don't speak that evil on me <laughs> from a guy that cut him too early to the guy that picked him up and is reaping the benefits when you get seven steals in the game i think he just won that category for the for the week like how do you overcome that if you're playing against someone does that oh my gosh that steals god herb jones move to the side <laughs> uh teams with three 18 teams with four the lucky 11. Uh, pickup candidates, as we see Bogdan Bogdanovich reaping the benefits of a DeJounte Murray injury. Uh, Mo Wagner, yeah, uh, big bro, stepping up big, playing with his little bro. I always love to see that when brothers play together. Uh, Quentin Grimes, 11% on, you can find him anywhere. And uh, Kyle Slomo Anderson gets a repeat. Performance here, uh, we give him a shout out, and he had quite a line this week. We'll talk about him. Um, and just a heads up, Monday and Tuesday, people that play Monday, Tuesday, back to back, you're winning your your week. You're looking at the week ahead. You got an extra pickup. Um, think about a Grant Williams when he's not um, sending the ball into the stands and getting kicked out the game. Um, he's a safe candidate that you could pick up Monday, Tuesday, and feel no regrets uh, getting rid of him after that. But let's talk about uh, Mo Wagner of uh, Germany, Michigan, now for the Magic uh, in the last week, averaging 14 points, eight boards, two dimes, 49% from the field, a steal, close to a block. Uh, He had 20 points, 13 boards, three dimes, three stocks against the Clippers. Um, In the game previous to that, uh, against the Bucks, 19 points, 12 boards, four assists. I know you don't watch too much Orlando Magic basketball, um, but Doc, what's your opinions on – Mo, who is power forward center eligible in Yahoo leagues. One of the things I think that's interesting about the magic is everybody like has their different time. They're shining. It was Paulo to begin the season. Then Bobo had some shine. 
then Mark Fultz played a little bit, then Mo Wagner. What I really like is that we're seeing the rebound numbers go up, and he's 6'11", too. I think he's one of those kind of taller people that you forget how tall he is. But the uh, December 5th, December 7th games, 12 and 13 rebounds, you know, that that wingspan obviously gets you some swipes. Um, the one thing that I think you have to caution is he's shooting 60.7% from three this year. So if you play in a categories league, you got to be okay with him, you know, kind of sinking that. Front and his brother, Franz, is a star. Uh, yeah, he's averaging 20 on the season. We saw what he was doing in that Euro basket. Um, and, you know, he's the perfect complement with Paolo. Um, and now he's he's getting to play uh, with Big Bro. But, you know, if, if you picked up Franz Wagner this year, he's shooting guard, small forward, power forward, eligible, gives you 20 points, four rebounds. Four, he's a super solid pick. And I know the Warriors are regretting not only picking James Wiseman over LaMelo Ball, but Franz Wagner. They kicked uh, Kaminga instead. So they're kind of scratching their head because they could use that depth right now. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, 63% on. So it's harder to find him, but he was available in basically you know 50% of leagues um, just last week. Um, he had a killer game against Brooklyn. He had seven threes, 31 points, three dimes. Um, he's filling in for DeJounte Murray, as we mentioned. He's a good, like, um, off piece to stars. And and I know people are, like, looking at him in the trade um, in the trade world. Um, but right now he's a good fill-in. He's, he's somebody that you need to roster. I mean, this is a points league guy right here. Dude is averaging 2.2 rebounds, 1.5 assists. 0.8 blocks. He doesn't or 0.8 steals. Doesn't have a block on the season, and he's six six. That's disappointing. I'm five five, and I have zero blocks. Also, James, just a heads up. Um, but career. what I <laughs> what I think is interesting is Nate McMillan like doesn't have a solid rotation down. We talked about Dejunte Murray getting hurt, but also yeah, why do you call him Dejunte? Because he has a U in his name. I always wanted yeah. to call you out on that. Oh, well, you're calling <laughs> me out on it now. <laughs> it's hilarious. Go ahead, continue. DeJunte, you must call him DeJunte for the rest of your De, life. DeJunte, a little <laughs> accent on there. Um, but DeAndre Hunter and John Collins are out also. And what I think is interesting is, like, we thought A.J. Griffin was going to be the, the guy that's stepping in, and Nate McMillan played him six minutes in the second half the other night. So I don't think they have a solid rotation in peace. Bogdanovich could be a, a starter. Um, you know, you obviously like the usage. 34 minutes last game, which was a season high. And well, and on the Griffin point, don't give up on him just yet. Um, in the last two, four, five games, he's only went under double digit points. One of those games, and he had nine, 20 minutes, 29 minutes, 30 minutes, 35, 23. So he's still getting um, his reps and he's hitting threes. Uh, and he's good for steals in all of those games. He has actually had two games where he had three steals. So um, AJ Griffin is still an option out there. We talked about him in previous weeks. Quinn Grimes is, uh, the the beloved New York Nick and some rumor that he was the piece of the puzzle that stopped the Donovan Mitchell trade. Like, what are we doing here? Um, I know they're regretting that. We're seeing how good the Cavs are doing. Um, but Quinn Grimes is finally getting an opportunity. It's because he plays really good defense. Um, and in the last two weeks, 10 points, four boards, uh, 53 from the from the floor, two threes, a steal. Um so he's worth a look, and against Atlanta, uh, he was definitely looking to part. 23 points, four boards, five threes, and two blocks. This is his second year in the league, so what you like, he's getting more minutes. Scoring's going up. Field goal percentage went up. 
rebounds, assists, blocks. So that that's what you like seeing out of young players is kind of them developing their game. And he's summer league superstar. You saw him in the summer league, like the, the separation that he was creating was amazing. And uh, you know, McDonald's All American going to Kansas didn't didn't go too well over there. And he, then he goes to Houston. He improved his three point shooting. And I just um, I'm I'm happy for where his uh, trajectory as a player is gone because it looked like it wasn't going to work. And then he just worked on his game. And here he is playing big minutes uh, in the Big Apple. Another reason for uh, Thibodeau, Thibodeau to not play Emmanuel quickly. He's always looking for some reason. <laughs> and that's true. And quickly's playing some decent ball off the bench. Uh, Kyle Anderson, slow-mo. We told you to get him last week. Only 2% of the world did. Um, but then he averaged 12 points, six boards, six assists, a steal. Um, check this line out against Utah. 15 points, seven boards, 12 assists, and a two-and-one. That's two steals and one block. Shout out Slow Mo. He, he should be picked up right now while Cat is out. He's not going to. I can't believe we have points. to talk about him again. I mean, I'm not <laughs> complaining, but like, well, people didn't listen last week. No. Absurd. Yeah. He, and he's chills, especially in Cat's leagues. All right. Pick up candidates? Question mark. Uh, Tari Eason. Uh, maybe this white prince since uh, DeAnthony De Melton is the king last week. 13 points, six boards. He's playing a, a little bit more minutes, and that's really all you need to look at because uh, when he does play, he gets hella steals. So um, what's your opinion on um, Tari preseason Eason? I had a little bit of a smile when I saw in the notes that we were talking about him, and then that <laughs> smile grew bigger over the week. And just like you said, he's getting more playing time, and that's what I had hoped. Steven Silas are doing one thing correct so far. Um but the the scoring is going to kind of fluctuate, but I love that he's giving you boards, especially in a categories league. He's averaging 5.4 for the season, but his last three games, 6, 6, and 10. The assists, he's 0.9 for the season, but like you said, steals. He had three against the 76ers. When you watch the Rockets, and I got to admit, I'll probably watch more Rockets than most other teams in the league. They're kind of exciting to watch. They're, Did they're you the- see Alperin Shangun destroy Zach Collins' life? I did. Holy shit. That they, was they, unbelievable. They're, the Rockets are like unorganized chaos. They're just like run and gun, and they don't pass the ball a lot between Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green. But they're like so fun to watch. Yeah, that that is interesting to watch going forward with that backcourt. And we saw how frustrated Christian Wood was last year. And I feel like Jabari has a little bit of frustration too, a little bit with like, how the ball sticks in their hands. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they're so hella talented, um, and they're they're a walking highlight um, between them. And I, it's good to also see Jabari's, like, getting his footing back a little bit because uh, the beginning of the season, he was just atrocious. Surround, um, him it, with P- Surround him with P.J. Tuckers that shoot the ball two times in 42 minutes. Well, they, they don't have any vets in that locker room. That's also another <laughs> problem. Uh, we'll move on. Um, Jalen Duran. Um, He's been featured on the show quite a bit. He really gets you points and, and rebounds and then um, blocks sometimes. But uh, they finally – they got him starting with Isaiah Stewart, which we've been begging him to to give him a look, to to let him start a little bit, let him flap his wings, play some minutes. I mean, they're going nowhere. They're in that five teams with seven wins or less. They're all in the Wimby uh, sweepstakes. Um, so why not play um, somebody that's going to be a big part of your future? And 
You know, in the last two games, he did, did. And he went double doubles with 10 and 12 against Memphis and 12 and 13 against the Pelicans. And and we got to highlight it because people aren't watching on the YouTube on the podcast thing. 80% over those last two games, 62% for the season. Like he's, he's a definition <laughs> yeah. of somebody that's helping, not hurting. Yeah. And he's physically ready as a, a rook. Um, Daniel Gafford, he'll put you on a poster. Now, these stats are before yesterday's 11 minutes and one point and nothing uh, against the Clippers. They were playing a little smaller. He couldn't get <laughs> on. <laughs> the Wizards have been experimenting, playing Gafford and Porzingis. And some of the teams that play bigger, like uh, the Cleveland, it works better. And you kind of have Porzingis looming. But, um, I mean – against uh, the Clippers the time before he had 20 points, 13 boards. I guess that's just Ty Lue making adjustment, three stocks. And then he had 19, 12, and four against Milwaukee. This is all within the last two weeks. So if you get the one dud and then you get those games, it's still worth it. Is he? Yes. I feel like I feel like you're getting more dud games than you're getting good games. Like, okay, add Hornets December 2nd, 10 points, 12 rebounds, six blocks. Amazing. Then follows that with 19, 7, 2 blocks. I like how then when we, anytime we have a wizard on here, you just hate him. Like, are you a fan? I, or you do you hate <laughs> do you hate those guys? Yeah, you know what? Maybe between not saying DeJunte Murray's name oh. right and now <laughs> trashing the wizards, this is an epiphany for me. All right, um, he's had eleven blocks in the last five games, and he had six against the Hornets. He had 10 okay. points, 12 boards. Six talk- blocks, bro. James, James, you're talking about the dud. But uh, with the Clippers, but before that, 19 minutes and got seven points, three rebounds, and one block. Like he's hey, not playing consistent. He's playing 13.5 minutes for the season. I didn't. Um, no bueno. I didn't edit it, but so he's 43% rostered here. But since yesterday, he's back down to 20. Oh, <laughs> the stock is dropping big time. Uh, we'll move on um, from a guy that goes up and down to some safety candidates. Jalen McDaniels, 38% rostered. Um, I don't know how you feel about him, but he should he should be rostered in more leagues. I'm not going to say he's a bona fide must-add, but uh, with Gordon Hayward out, this is season stats. Ten points, five rebounds, two assists, a three, a steal, a little sprinkle of everything. And um, against Brooklyn, 19-7-3, that's rosterable. Um, he's good for a one-and-one, one, a steal and a block, uh, 21 points, five boards, two assists against Milwaukee on the 3rd of December. The only reason I can think of is that he's not added is like people just don't want to add Hornets. Like you just kind of feel nasty unless it's like LaMelo Ball. <laughs> it's, it, it is funny and that's interesting, but it, it's funny because uh, his brother Jaden was getting all the hype going, you know, into the season and with the T-Wolves kind of moving on from all the role players. It's funny because it's, it's Jalen that's kind of been getting the McDaniel shine this season. Uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, fourteen percent rostered. He's he's safe in that fact that uh, he he gets you some points, some rebounds. He's improved his three point, which it, it was like looking like he should never shoot that ever. Um, Memphis nine and nine against Minnesota fourteen seven. There's nothing like too sexy about Jeremiah Robinson Earl, but you see like uh, Poku minutes dropping off big time which i was on a poku run for like a month he was incredible he's hitting threes and and blocks and you know it might be time to break ties with him 
and uh, Jeremiah Robinson Royal, uh, you know, power forward center eligible. You could do worse. I just can't trust anyone on the the Thunder besides SGA. Like, I, I don't. What are we doing with the rotation here? Like, I, James, I feel like you and I talk about a different guy each week. It's Poku. It's uh, it's Jalen Williams. It's the law firm. It's Lou Dort. Like, what are we doing? I I have nothing to say on that. But it, uh, the SGA thing, um, <laughs> he gets to the line so much. He does. I, he had a game like last week where he scored basically 30. He made four shots and he made like 19 free throws. Like, all right, he'd be hunting the, the free throw line. I know he goes downhill, but I don't know. I, I, and, and I, should I use this time to start hating on him? I'm not hating on him. He's unbelievable in his ability Continue. to go, allow this rant to go downhill. One. But I, I, there's something about a guy going down. I, he also iced the Wizards out uh, a couple weeks ago with a with a, <laughs> a three pointer to win. So maybe I got a little uh, vengeance for him. But he's been playing unbelievable, and you picked him up. And I was going to stay away from all the Thunder guys, anyways, for the reasons why you said because you can't trust them. You never know when the shoulder injury is going to pull him out for the year. But we'll see. We'll see if Somehow- he. He ends the Some, season. Somehow he's progressed while OKC continues to tank. It's yeah. Like ox, it's like well, a real-life oxymoron. It, it, which makes him very, very entertaining uh, going forward as a franchise. And then you get Chet back, who sees, who knows what they get in the draft. Uh, Caleb Martin, he's still doing a lot of everything, and he's been hitting the three this week uh, at three per game, but on the season, 11, five, two assists. This is a very similar stat line to Jalen McDaniels and similar um, rostering, uh, but he plays a lot of minutes and um, he can play with any versatile lineup. Um, 17 points, eight boards, two assists. He's been on the show before too. So shout out Caleb Martin, who the last two seasons has been on here quite a bit. Uh, Grant Williams. Uh, we talked about him. Maybe you want to pick him up for a Monday, Tuesday sweep, especially he got some extra time after getting kicked out of the game yesterday in the huge uh, Warriors win uh, over that, you know, rematch from the NBA finals and Warriors playing 50, you know, percent ball. But uh, Grant Williams uh, has improved his three pointer and he shoots 56 percent on the field, gives a little bit of everything. Uh, regular Joe Harris, uh, who did miss a game this week because of his ankle. The last two weeks, 12 points, 2.6 boards. I mean, 2.6 threes. He's a three-point streamer guy. That's about it. Watch candidates. Um, of the people on this list, I'm going to send it to Doc. Who would you get out of uh, Charles Bassey, Romeo Langford, Alexander Walker, who is um, Gilgis Alexander's cousin, by the way. Fun fact. Don- White Dante, DiVincendo. Or Corey Kisper. I know it's not Corey Kisper because he plays for the the Wizards. Oh come on! I mean that's that's just uh it's just laying it out for me. I mean it's not <laughs> Kisper because I mean he's giving you some points, but that field goal percentage been a little bit eh. Actually, I know I take that back. I'm yeah, going take Charles. that back because he's hitting yeah. three three bombs on your head. Man, you know if Charles Bassey got some more playing time, like I, we talked about him earlier and, and the Reddit community gave me a lot of slack for not having him in a show earlier this year. I mean, he's averaging 1.2 blocks a game in 15 minutes. He's shooting 71% from the field. I mean, granted he's only averaging six points with six rebounds. Like I, I just don't get why pop isn't playing him more. And maybe do, if they do get rid of Pirtle at the deadline, like he's the main beneficiary. Um, 
I, I can't, I mean, I just, I would stash him because I think the upside here is better than the rest of them. What give about me, you? Give me Corey. Does he play for the Wizards? Yes. And in the last five games, 43 minutes, 32 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 31 minutes. Um, all of those games were losses. <laughs> but <laughs> it says the Wizards are going in the wrong direction very fast. But uh, two of those games, he had four threes. Maybe Wait, just... Coach, I got a serious question. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. Don't pick him up, guys. I'm, I'm losing it. Wait, I'm wait, Coach, I rant. got a serious question. If Jeremy Sohan played for the Wizards, would you explode? Um, <laughs> yeah, because they probably wouldn't play him. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be very pissed. Um, but here we are. Corey Kispert gets a gets a shout out for no reason. Uh, drop candidates: all the Lakers guards except for Russell Westbrook, who's you, playing really well off the bench. Did you intentionally misspell Jared Vanderbilt's name because you're so? Uh... Yeah, I'm You're so pissed with him. I'm done with him. Get I him off him. there. And I dropped uh, him first, by the way. Then James dropped him. <laughs> yeah, we also told people to keep him at once upon a time, but it's they Utah, they're going the wrong way quick too. Um, and then Chris Boucher, who actually his last game, he, he was decent, but before that, he was like six straight games with single digit points. Uh, with the lineup to back with Siakam Barnes. He's just not getting the same minutes, but if he gets anywhere from 22 minutes plus, he's a must candidate because he hits threes and he gets blocks and then rebounds. Coach, I would not talk about Blocker Kessler, by the way. I know. You know he has more blocks than Gobert in the season? I know. (laughs) Ain't that hilarious? (laughs) Yeah. 305, 324. I mean, this sounds like phone numbers, the the games that he's having with blocks. Well, he's averaging like six blocks last year in college, so – yeah, shout out to Walker, Blocker Kessler. That I haven't heard that one. That's a good one. Um, Tuesday, Thursday, these guys uh, play the games that the other teams don't. So you might be able to get extra games if you're sitting there, you know, Friday, you have somebody that's on the bench. If your guys um, include the Rockets, Bucks, Pelicans, Suns, and Jazz, there's also people that you could lean on picking up during the week where you can make up on extra games against your opponents. And we talk about uh, weekend streamers. This is next week, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the Wizards, I had to put John Wall here because yesterday when they were playing, these, this has became a Wizards podcast all of a sudden. I don't know. But this is still my city. Um, and, you know, I was, it kind of felt cool. I mean, it, it, we love you, John Wall, in this area. Uh, Sunday, Monday, next week, Hornets, Lakers, Magic, Raptors, T-Wolves. So you're trying to win your league at the end. Um, people from the, these teams, and then next week we will, and we'll bring this up next week. But next next Monday, Tuesday, Jazz and Suns. But that's all we have here for week nine. Doc Mendelson, anything on the way out? I promise, I do like the Wizards. Actually, he's really believable too with your Gafford and Kispert rant and all of that. I. Don't forget about Denny from previous weeks. Oh, yeah. And Denny and Denny's still playing chills. So and they're overpaying Bradley Beal. Can't forget that. <laughs> yeah. Blow it up. I know. Yeah. It is time. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I have for you. I'm Coach Lou. I'll see you next week for week 10. Peace.